Welcome to the Click Podcast. I'm Danny Watson, a mindset and manifestation expert and founder of The Click, a company that helps women overcome their fears and limiting beliefs to create a life and business that they love. Within this podcast, I will help you get clear on what you want, identify the blocks that are holding you back, transform your mindset and raise your vibration so that you can co-create magic with the universe. If you are looking to design a life that truly sets your soul on fire and manifests more success and abundance, then you are in the right place. Hello ladies, welcome to a brand new week and a brand new podcast episode where I want to dive into the topic of feminine energy and specifically how to awaken and activate your own feminine energy. Now, this topic is something that is close to my heart because it's part of the framework that we teach our students in the Click Academy. So our coach training program, one of the certifications within that program is a a certificate called the Click Method. And a part of the process of the Click Method is helping your clients to activate and awaken their feminine energy. Now, you might be listening to this and thinking, well, what on earth is feminine energy? So I thought that that would be a good place to start for those of you who are new to this concept to help you to understand the difference between masculine and feminine energy. Because feminine energy isn't just something that is present within women, it is present within both men and women. We are all a combination of both the masculine and the feminine. Now, the masculine is very much about taking action. It's very much about, you know, goals and moving forwards in this very much linear way. You know, I've got to get from A to B. And how masculine can often look is working hard, you know, beating the competition, putting pressure on yourself to do more, be more, show up more. I like to think of masculine energy, a really good sort of description of it. If any of you have seen The Wolf of Wall Street, right? (laughs) Where you've got this, you know, stockbroker environment where you've got all of these men working together and it's this very much this kind of quite aggressive hustle mode mentality where, you know, it's all about making money and getting things done and getting from A to B and it's all about the result and less about, I guess, the journey, if we contrast, contrast that with feminine energy, feminine is less about doing and more about who you are being. When I think of myself as being in my feminine energy and really kind of just really in tune with my feminine energy, I really show up in my life and in my business in a very different way because I am allowing myself to be rather than constantly feeling like I need to do. And it's much more about tuning into your intuition and going with your gut and going with what feels good rather than just doing things for the sake of it or doing things because you feel like you have to be working hard. It's much more about keeping yourself in alignment with what feels good. Some interesting difference actually between the masculine and the feminine is the way in which competition is viewed. So in the masculine, it's this very much competitive environment. You know, I'm going against other people to get to where I want to be. Where 
in the feminine energy, it's much more about collaboration. It's about seeing others, seeing other women as a source of support and inspiration rather than people that we are competing against. So it's being much more accepting of other people's you know, success and allowing other people to shine as well, knowing that the success of somebody else does not mean that our success can't happen. Okay, so it's just embracing more of a collaborative nature. The feminine energy is also much more about allowing and prioritizing that time for yourself and for your own needs, knowing that you cannot pour from an empty cup. If we think about that masculine environment, it's very much about doing, 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 working, working, working. Something that I definitely witnessed from being in the corporate world was that working hard was seen as a badge of honor. It was seen as a good thing if you were spending long nights at the office. You know, people would brag about the fact that they hadn't been home and they'd been out and bought themselves a new shirt because they'd spent the whole night at the office. This was something that they prided themselves on. Whereas the feminine energy, it's much more about accepting that we need to rest. We need to look after our bodies. We need to slow down. We need to tune in and kind of really take that time for ourselves rather than constantly feeling like we're needing to give, give, give and give. In comparison, slowing down and resting in the masculine energy, it's often almost seen as this almost like a weakness, Just as sometimes showing your emotions and allowing yourself to be vulnerable is kind of seen as a weakness. In that very sort of, we think about almost a toxic masculine environment, crying or, you know, showing that you're struggling or sharing that you're having struggles with your mental health, it's seen as weak. Whereas when we learn to embrace our feminine energy, we start to see ourselves in a much more human way. We start to be more compassionate of ourselves and recognize that we are humans and we have these emotions and we are allowed to let these emotions come through. We're allowed to be vulnerable and express our vulnerability. And that's actually seen as a strength rather than a weakness. So you can start to see sort of these different sides of the masculine and feminine. And you might be thinking, well, you know, the masculine energy, that just seems to be toxic. But it's not all bad when we're talking about masculine energy. Remember that we're all a combination of the two types of energy. And we need that masculine energy within us as well. There are certain times when that masculine energy is going to help us to thrive. So when it comes to actually showing up and taking action and being courageous and, you know, moving forwards towards your dreams, there's going to be certain times when when the masculine energy and embracing that will really support you. So a great example of this was, you know, when there's times within my business, seasons within my business where I'm required to really show up and, you know, start taking big action especially in the beginning days of my business when there was lots of things that I needed to do. And having, you know, that masculine energy with me to kind of motivate me to do those things, to, you know, empower me to show up really, really supported me. Okay, if I just sat and did nothing and just allowed myself to be and completely rested in my feminine energy, I perhaps wouldn't have got so far. So there's definitely a space for the masculine. However, From my experience, because we live in such a masculine society where we're very much hardwired to believe that success is the product of working hard, and we often 
associate success with, you know, taking lots of action and spending lots of time working on things and sacrificing ourselves and our own self-care. Because that's what we're taught to believe must be the case. When it comes to then showing up in a different way, it can often feel uncomfortable. And it definitely felt uncomfortable for me as a new business owner to learn the principles of the masculine and feminine and to kind of say, right, okay, I need to start slowing down. I need to start creating more success by doing less, by turning inwards, by, you know, collaborating with others rather than competing with others, by looking after myself more. Because for me, that just went against everything that I'd been taught. So that shift into stepping into your feminine energy fully and committing to that, to begin with, for many women, it's going to feel quite uncomfortable because it's going to go against everything you've ever been taught. So I guess my first piece of advice for this is when you are learning how to activate and to embrace your feminine energy is to be compassionate with yourself through this process. You know, you're going to revert back to old habits and old patterns because that breaking that that cycle of being trapped in your masculine, you know, it's perhaps something that you've been living for a very long time, living in your masculine energy for a long time. So just to snap out of it overnight is probably not going to happen. And as you start to slow down and to turn inwards and to really embrace your feminine energy, there's going to be parts of you that want to completely go against that, okay? And so it may feel a little bit frustrating to begin with. It may feel uncomfortable. So it's something to be prepared for. But let's just think about some of the things that we can start to do to start allowing our feminine energy to really rise up. And something I've mentioned a few times already is this whole idea of doing less, allowing ourselves to be rather than to be doing all the time. Remembering that we're human beings, not human doings. Ask yourself this question. If you have a goal to get to or something that you want to achieve, how many of you write a, an action plan thinking about all of the things that you need to do to get to that goal? So let's say, for example, you're thinking about, you know, starting a business. Maybe you've got a certain goal to achieve within that business and you start to write down all of the action steps you feel like it's going to take you to get to that goal. Now, action, of course, is important. We, we need that masculine action energy as well. However, how many of you sit down and think about who do I need to be in order to have those things? Okay, who do I need to be in order to achieve what I'm wanting to achieve? Probably not many of you. It's not something that we automatically think of. Who do we need to be? We're so hooked on the doing, the action. What's really interesting is that I get so, so many questions about making money as a business owner or attracting clients and, you know, how do I grow my Instagram or... And so often the questions that I get asked related to success are questions about what they, people need to do. You know, what do I need to do when it comes to the marketing? How do I sell in a more powerful way? And yes, yes, these things are important. But the first and most important question is, who do I need to be first? Not what do I need to do? Who do I need to be? 
So really stepping into your feminine energy is leading with that question. When it comes to anything within your life, lead from the place of who do I need to be? And when it comes to the being, this is something that we can tap into greater when we're actually doing nothing. So I'll say that again, identifying who you need to be and stepping into her to get to where you want to go is far easier when we're actually doing less. Okay, so so often again, like we're, we're so caught up on taking action, but when we're taking action and so busy with that, we're distracted from tapping into the energy of who we need to be. So by taking all of those action steps off our plate and just creating some space to just be, and when I say just be, I mean sitting without doing anything, without having a plan, without thinking, okay, I've got this to-do list that I need to get through, just sitting for five minutes even, and just to think about who do I need to be? To get to where I want to go, who is that woman? When I think about my goals or the success I want to create, who is the woman that I am in that moment? The woman that's achieved all of those things. Thinking and connecting with that version of you first and allowing yourself to really start to just sit there and embody that version of you, thinking about that version of you, allowing yourself to really live in that moment as if you already are that version. I'm not taking any action steps here. You are literally just sitting and being, being with your thoughts, being with your body, being with yourself, just sitting within your own energy. And being is also about getting yourself back into alignment. And here's a really powerful way in which, you know, the feminine energy can support us. Often when we feel like we've got things that we need to do, action steps that we need to take, but we don't feel great, but we think I've got to do this. I've just got to get on and do it. So we'll do it anyway. We'll take that action from a place of not feeling great. And what we find that when we, we, take action from that place and we're very much in that masculine I've just got to keep going sort of mentality often the action steps that we take don't really move the needle forward that much for us they don't really get us anywhere and we find ourselves then on this hamster wheel of just doing 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 showing up showing up showing up and feeling completely burned and exhausted by that process and realizing that it's not actually getting us anywhere Maybe you've experienced this before in your careers, in your businesses, something that you've been doing within your life where it feels like no matter how much you show up and do, nothing seems to be changing for you. Ask yourself this question, from what place are you taking that action? Are you taking it from a place of feeling good? Are you taking it from that place of alignment or are you just doing for the sake of doing because you feel like it's what you should be doing? Embracing your feminine energy more means being in tune with how you are feeling. So allowing yourself to just be for a second helps you figure out, okay, where am I taking this action from? From what place am I taking this action from? Am I feeling good? Am I feeling inspired? Am I feeling energized? Am I feeling motivated? Am I feeling excited? Or am I feeling drained? Am I feeling frustrated? Am I feeling stressed? Am I feeling pressured? What is the emotion behind the action that I'm taking? And it's really important. And this is why when we allow ourselves to be 
a little bit more. We embrace our own feminine energy by allowing ourselves to just be and sit with ourselves for a second. We can start to really tune into our energy and our bodies and our, you know, what's really going on for us. And if we aren't feeling great, we can rectify that. When we're just on this hamster wheel of doing, 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 again, like we, we get burnt out and exhausted because we just don't take our foot off the pedal. Like there's no moment for us to catch our breath. But by being, we can really just step back and think like, how am I actually feeling today? You know, do I want to act from this place? Or is there something else that I could be doing here? We're taking that sort of pause for reflection to really assess like what our needs are in that moment. And whether actually taking action right now is the best course of action for us. And again, this is something that it may be uncomfortable to do to begin with, because every part of you might be saying, you just need to show up. You just need to soldier on. You just need to keep working hard. But actually, just even taking five minutes to sit with yourself and to just be can make all of the difference. I always find like if I need to do something, if I need to get things done and I need to be in my, you know, my action taking masculine energy, but I'm not feeling great. You know, I I will always tune in first of all and, and say like, how do I feel? How do I feel right now? Am I ready for this action that I'm about to do? I'll sit with myself. I will just be. And, and figure out like what my body is telling me. Trust myself enough to know that I know whether this is a hell yes or a hell no for me. And if it's not a hell yes, then it is a no. When it comes to taking action, I've just got to be all in and be in that excited energy to, to take that action. Otherwise, it is a no from me. Okay. Now, I don't stop there because, you know, if if I was to stop there, I'd perhaps not end up doing a lot of things that perhaps need to get done. So it's not a case of not doing something because it doesn't feel good, but it's about bringing yourself into alignment first. Before you go ahead and start with the doing, you allow yourself to be first. Just be present with yourself and get yourself back into alignment first. Asking yourself, like, what do I need right now? So Again, like when we are still, when we aren't, you know, constantly doing, we can ask ourselves these really powerful questions and we can hear our intuition. And we're constantly taking action. Are we cut ourselves off from our intuition? We don't give ourselves time or space to kind of really think about what we need. You know, when we are sitting in silence, that's when we're going to hear the answers the loudest. So often I will just take a few moments like to say like, okay, if this isn't a hell yes from me, what what is a hell yes for me right now? What do I need in this moment? And just see what kind of signs I start to receive. Maybe it's, okay, I need to rest. Maybe it's, you know what? You've not really done anything just for the sake of having fun recently. Like you need to just go out and have a little bit of fun. Go and do something just for the pure fact that it's gonna bring you joy. That's what you need to be doing. Your intuition will know the answers here, okay? But you've got to allow yourself to just sit and be in order for you to be able to hear your intuition. You've got to be in your feminine to allow your intuition to come through. And this is, again, this is all about what feminine energy is about, okay? It's about allowing yourself to access your higher wisdom. You know, rather than just doing what you feel like you should be doing or what you've been told to do, it's trusting yourself enough to know that your intuition 
knows what is going to be best for you. Now, let's also talk about emotions because masculine is very much about suppressing our emotions, okay? Feminine energy, we allow those emotions to come up. We allow ourselves to feel, you know, sadness, feel anger, feel frustration. Let all of those emotions out without any sort of shame here, okay? So again, like often, you know, especially if you've been in a corporate environment, I remember once being in a meeting and one of the senior women within that meeting started to cry. She started to get upset and, you know, her emotions really came out. And I remember afterwards, she got called into her boss's office and, you know, everybody knew that she was essentially getting told off for crying because there was important clients in that meeting and she had this, like, this this meltdown. Like, you know, she was made to feel bad for having those emotions. I also saw it as well where, you know, women were also kind of almost... (laughs) Uh, not laughed at, but kind of, you know, when people have said, you've probably had this before, oh, you're emotional because it's the time of the month, you know, and kind of almost dismissing women because, you know, they're having an emotional moment. Again, it's kind of seeing those emotions as a weakness. Oh, she's like stormed off because she's got a period or whatever. Like, I remember that was such a thing when, 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 when I was at school, like, you know, teenage boys, like, oh, she's in a mood because she's got her, she must have her period. And again, it's like seeing this as this negative thing, like seeing being, you know, feminine and being emotional as this negative thing. It's got this negative connotation behind it. But what I would like to invite you to do is see your emotions as a good thing. You know, I like to refer to emotions as your emotional guidance system. You know, rather than judging our emotions as good or bad, just seeing them as a guidance system of, you know, where you're perhaps out of alignment and what you can do differently. You know, so if you're feeling sadness or anger, like let that out, allow yourself to cry, allow yourself to punch a pillow, release those emotions, acknowledge them, embrace them. Don't judge yourself for having them. Okay, and think about, well, what is this trying to teach me? What is the lesson that I'm trying to receive here? So again, it's really going back to this concept of being, tuning in with yourself and allowing yourself to be rather than thinking, okay, well, I'm feeling crappy today. I'm feeling really sad, but I'm just going to do something to distract me. I'm going to throw myself into my work as a way to distract me and trying to, you know, suppress those emotions. It's allowing to allowing yourself to bring it all to the surface, okay? And you will find that that is just such a cathartic process as well. When you allow the emotions to come up and, you know, release in the moment they need to, you will feel that when they do, like, it's like that weight off your shoulders. If we don't acknowledge our emotions, we end up carrying them around with us, this heavy weight. And that's when things like stress and burnout and pressure can really kick in, because we've got all of this negative weight on our shoulders that we're just not allowing ourselves to release. I think something actually that was really interesting for me when I discovered this work of the masculine and feminine was how little I allowed myself to be supported. It was almost like it would be a weakness if I had the support of somebody else. Like for me to do something by myself and have that independence with how I worked and, you know, 
so many areas in my life I'd kind of experienced this where I was really kind of wanted to prove myself by doing everything myself. And I realized that this was very much a masculine energy trait. And there were so many areas where I didn't allow myself to get the support or ask for help because, yeah, again, it was coming back to this idea that I wanted to prove myself, my worthiness by working hard. Now, a big thing here for me was this attachment that I had between working hard and my worth. I derived my pretty much all of my worth from how hard I was working. It was the way in which I was praised as a child. You know, I was told like, oh, you're really good at working hard or you're, you know, you're good girl, you're doing your homework. I enjoyed working hard and that was how I got praised. But because I was praised for working hard, I associated that with, okay, this is how I'm validated. This is how I'm accepted. Working hard is the way in which I receive love. So for me, stepping into my feminine more was very challenging because it really meant for me to kind of take a step back and think, well, where am I deriving my worth from? If I am slowing down and allowing myself to be and allowing myself to get support more and not feeling like I need to do everything myself all the time, if I'm taking those elements away, then where am I deriving my worth? Okay, so this was a really interesting sort of breakthrough for me to kind of detach my worth from my work and really just to start to see myself as worthy just by being, not because of what I was doing, but just because of who I was being. I was born worthy. I didn't have to do more, be more, show up more in order to be worthy of success or abundance or love. Now, integrated with this concept of getting support and allowing myself to receive support. And for me, this looked like, you know, allowing myself to receive support within my business. I very much kind of took the mentality when I decided I was going to become a business owner that I can figure this out. Google is my friend. There's, you know, so much information out there. I'm going to really work hard and try and figure this out by myself. It was something that I was almost like priding myself on. I thought this is an exciting challenge for me to kind of figure out like digital marketing and building a business and building a coaching business. And I realized like this was a pattern like I'd fallen into where I was trapped in this masculine energy of feeling like I needed to prove myself by working hard, by, you know, doing everything myself, not allowing myself to be supported. So for me, stepping into my feminine energy was investing in the help of coaches and mentors, people that could lead me, people could, who could help me get to where I wanted to be easier. And this is something, a word that I really associate with the feminine energy, easy, flow, joyful, Rather than me kind of creating an uphill struggle for myself by doing it all by myself, I started to ask myself the question, how could I allow this to be easy? There was one point in my business journey where this was a really, really important question for me. It was something I was constantly asking myself. How can I allow this to be easy? I was starting to open my eyes up to where I was just stuck in this this mentality of things needing to be hard, needing to be a struggle. How can I allow this to be easier? So whether it was getting support or actually just, you know, doing less. (laughs) Again, like sometimes we create things to do to make ourselves feel busy. 
And actually often the things that we're doing, the things that are keeping us busy aren't actually getting us anywhere. So I started to kind of reflect and think, well, what can I take off my plate that I don't really need to be doing? What are, you know, the things that I'm doing just to be, you know, for the sake of being busy? Now, integrated with this idea of getting support was also this concept around collaboration. So masculine is very much about competing with other people, going against other people who are perhaps doing something similar to you. And there was definitely those fears around the competition when I started out in the coaching world, you know, especially people that had begun that journey at a similar time to me. And I could see them creating success. And I became fearful of their success because I thought, well, if they're being successful, is there room at the table for me to succeed? You know, what if they're going to end up getting all of the clients and nobody, you know, invests in me as a coach? There was definitely that sort of fear mode around the competition until I started to embrace a more feminine way and take on this more collaborative approach. So rather than seeing other people as competition, seeing other people as, you know, women to collaborate with who could support me in my dreams and equally I could support them in theirs. So again, it's incorporating this feeling of being supported, collaborating. We're in this together. We're supporting each other. We're all there for each other. And when I started to adopt that mentality, again, coming back to this word, easy, it allowed for things to be easier, more joyful. Things started to flow a lot more. When you start to allow things to be easy, you will find that the things that you once thought you had to struggle for the success, the money, the clients, the, you know, the, the business, those things that you kind of thought previously would be hard work, all of a sudden just, you start to attract those things. And here's where I kind of think that the feminine energy really incorporates itself into the law of attraction. When we think about the law of attraction, it's less about doing, you know, inspired action is important, but we are attracting our desires. And I found that when I started to fully live and embrace my feminine energy, things just kind of started to just show up in my life. It was like as if by magic, I was becoming a magnet to everything that I wanted rather than me having to go out and hunt for things. So it's amazing the shift that can happen when you start to embrace your feminine and the impact that has on the way in which you're able to manifest. Now, one final thing I would like to say on this subject, and if you do have any questions about this, like reach out to me on Instagram, Danny underscore Watson underscore coaching. But one final thing I will say is that your ability to sit within your feminine and embracing your feminine energy, it doesn't just happen in isolation. So what I mean by that is you don't just think, okay, well, I want to be a more feminine business owner and start applying these, these principles to how you show up in your business. How you show up in one area of your life is how you show up in any area of your life. So start to think about how you can start being more in your feminine when it comes to your relationships, your health, your business. You know, doesn't just need to apply to one area. If you start to integrate this philosophy into all areas of your life, you're going to have way more success with it. So perhaps when it comes to relationships, something that's quite interesting within this balance is the the difference in the idea of control and letting go and surrendering. Masculine is very much about wanting to control the outcome, 
wanting to kind of plan the things and it's very this much this linear approach so maybe it's maybe you're single and you're thinking okay I want a guy and he's got to look like this and this is what I'm going to do to get into this relationship and you know kind of really sort of trying to force the outcome for things Whereas embracing your feminine energy would much more be about surrendering, letting go, trusting that the right person is going to show up. So think about not just, you know, your business or your success or your career. Think about how you can start to embrace your feminine in all areas of your life. So I hope this kind of gave you a good introduction and insight into the masculine and the feminine energy and the differences between the two. But let me know if you've got any questions on this, because I know this is a very sort of quite a short glossed over version of the whole kind of concept. But um, yeah, reach out to me on Instagram. Um, Definitely just come and say hello there. And yeah, I will catch you on the next episode, ladies. Have a great week. Wanting to build your own successful online coaching business, make sure to check out Freedom, Abundance and Impact, our free 10-day business and mindset course for coaches and aspiring coaches. To access, simply head to weartheclick.com and click free course in the menu.